0: I seem to recall liking Agent Orange.
1: Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Woo, 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 woo. I'm a supporter of human beings! B-b-b-bings. Yeah. You'd love it.
2: So when are we smoking some weed? Just a question. Hello, welcome back! It's Friday! Friday? Fry-yay. I know it's not a token Tuesday, but that's because you're listening to Bowls with Buds. A bowl after bowl edition. We've been doing a few of them. We're trying to get a little bit more cranked out. Um... I'm, of course, Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. Oh! And I'm Dame dolorian. Yeah, and today we have joining us Booberry. Who the
0: hell is Booberry? Booberry? <laughs> Booberry?
2: Are you ready to rock,
0: Booberry? We're ready to rock! I've been waiting so long! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that How was are y'all solid. Doing? I am so glad I unmuted you just in the nick of time because I didn't realize that you were still muted. And then I was just like, oh shit, he's gonna have to say something when I introduce him.
1: Epic intro.
2: I'm usually Say something, little monkey
0: man. Say
2: something. Oh you said something. Something indeed. Welcome to Balls with Buds.
0: Hello, hello. Booberies. How's it going?
2: Or who we lovingly refer to as Boobs. Boobs boobs out boobs out boobs, boobs in out.
1: Boobs in the bowl
2: boobs in for a little conversation a little so uh for those just tuning in or like finding these because uh, podcasts are crazy like you just listen to them and then if you decide you like one then you go and listen to like a bunch of back episodes and stuff so the bowls with bud stuff is just bowl after bowl it's another episode we just put it out in order so this will be episode 66 um But it's one where we have on a guest and kind of just get to know the guest. We don't want to, like, make guest shows too topical about we're just, you know, reading through our regular article stuff. We don't want the regular Bull After Bull Tuesdays to go too long with guests or be weird in any way. So we just figured we'd split it in half and do some of this and some of that. Um, And Boobery is the host of Behind the Schemes.
1: Yes, moan days at 10 30 p.m. live now
0: (laughs) moan days yeah i like that one i like that one a lot better than moan days moan
2: days i I heard a little promo delorean delorean nailed it (laughs) um yeah so you're not doing scaly show anymore what's all that about
1: uh well
0: so the idea uh which we were just kind of talking on before the show started We were wanting to try and split up the show into two different entities. So it would be Behind the Schemes, the Scaly Show, which would be a weekly sort of just hit whatever the hot topics are, you know, uh, trying to introduce categories into the show. Okay. Like uh, Politrix. Ooh, Nice. nice. And, oh, which, by the way, Billy Bones, a walk through the mind.
2: politics. Two words, poly, meaning many, and ticks, blood-sucking creatures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he nailed it. Beautiful. He gets it. Yep. No uh, doubt. A little mind crime, alphabet soup,
2: COVID-1984. Okay. So, so that just kind of like uh, recurring segments, basically?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Um, Tim Dillon shows up a lot in COVID-1984. Mm. Uh, Robot overlords, magic tricks, hail satin. You know, mm-hmm for all your uh satan worship
2: and goodness i mean this is episode sixty six after all
1: oh mm-hmm.
0: i love it
2: we're sixty six percent of the way to the full what? three <laughs> <didn't>.
0: <laughs> and how many how many till uh six hundred and sixty six million six hundred sixty six thousand six hundred and sixty five episodes
2: well uh I think that uh, global warming will wipe us out before we get there.
0: Nah, fuck that. That's where we're all going, man.
2: <laughs> the final destination, <laughs> the final bowl after which there is no bowl. The bowl after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of have like a scribbled list of questions I like to ask people to get into it, and uh, I have of- a
0: scribble of uh,
2: pre-written answers. Oh, perfect, dude. <laughs> if you just Uh, fax that to me we can just end the show early I'll just post this in the show notes (laughs) we can get on down the road Um, no I'm just joking the first time uh, or the first question I always like to ask is like the origin story of like where we came up on each other's radars and in this case I think it might be different for each of us but I'm not sure but I'm interested to like hear how you first heard of Bull After Bull or of our stuff well, uh,
0: that's a pretty easy... That's a great question.
2: <laughs> that's not a great question.
1: None of this is good.
0: Uh, so, summer 2020, I'd been laid off from cats. I really started to delve into No Agenda as far as listening live and catching the rock and roll pre-show. Um, and then from there, I finally bit the bullet and started listening to Grumpy Old Ben's. And that was a string, I think, um, I had caught, maybe I was going back through the catalog, but within a week I'd caught Fletcher, yourself, um, I think Progo, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and there was one other one, um, on top of, I I don't know, I I maybe made it through 20, 20 episodes or so, this is fucking 15 hours a day, and el paso or fucking sesame street world Uh, yeah up in pennsylvania and uh wrapping tree lights or wrapping christmas lights on trees oh nice so lots of time to listen to stuff Yep. um after hearing y'all's episode on grumpy old ben's i started checking out some bowl after bowl and i don't think i No, we because we did talk in um austin it was the uh it was the week I was getting ready to come home, and there was a pre, or a, excuse me, a post show, and you had called in, and uh, I I maybe called in on a lunch break or a smoke break or something. So that was the first time we yeah. officially chatted.
2: Okay. And you were and in then, the IRC, I guess, a lot of these times, too? No, because I was, uh you know, in a tree. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's right. It's kind of impractical.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got some of the pictures, post. I mean, some, some of this shit's really fucking, it was like 60 foot pine trees Damn. wrapped with a fucking like four a, inch gap,
2: like a, like a c- city display or, or a show you're on or city parks. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: El Paso city park, uh, Sesame street place. There was a city down in Florida. We did 180 palm trees. Whoa. Oh, wow. God, I I forget. So (laughs) long story short in that regards, I listened to a fuck ton of podcasts from the No Agendaverse. Well, that's cool. Um, Um, And then I had started catching you after I made it back home on IRC. I caught uh, bowl after bowl on one of the streams, you know, getting moved in officially.
2: And, uh, yeah,
0: that's what I remember.
2: um, So the first time I saw – now, I think I saw – you were around, and I heard the call. But the first time I was like connected, you with the name Booberry and like you being in the chat was you called the Nick the Rat Show and you were talking about behind the schemes. And uh, we were all like furiously trying to Google it and find it, and <laughs> couldn't find it. And then you're like, No, the E's are threes. Uh, and then we finally found it. And um, I thought that just that was cool because. I'm just kind of like, I don't know, there's like a definite social retardation thing I have where uh, especially on the internet, people will talk to me on different forms, like you'll be in the IRC, or then you with the same name and maybe a slightly different capitalization of it or something will talk to me on uh, the No Agenda Social or some other medium, some other form. And it takes me a while to like connect all the different messages to the same entity or the same person right the same uh was true with Gwif for a while like i saw his soundcloud and didn't even uh connect them to the guy that was like tooting me on the nas like oh his, I, his
0: uh his music
2: yeah nice and it's just like i don't know i always feel stupid afterwards when i'm like oh this is all the same person because that name is the same on everything <laughs> i don't know what it is man it just it was, takes uh, me a while you know
0: that was kind of an interesting day. Uh, maybe, maybe yeah, because uh, this is something I had called in on, for the uh, first time I ever. Um, that day we were working in Houston, outside of Houston, because Houston never stops. At the end of the uh, at the end of the universe, you're still gonna find Houston. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was the first day I'd found pictures of a uh, bio mom in fuck. I don't know how long. Um, so it's kind of synchronistic. Oh, the other synchronicity, oh. uh, p- uh, pre-show. So bowl after bowl, bowls with buds and Booberry, Right. That right. was the that was the words on the phenomenal fucking show art for this one. Oh yeah. Laurie- oh my god, Lorian killed it.
1: Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's I. I'm such a sucker for, for the neon. Give me give me uh, neon and 3D glasses. Oh it's totally. Like my own fucking like day glow explosion.
2: I've got but, like uh, a wolf tapestry down here that came with 3D glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I put them on every once in a while. Because you got to, you know, you got to.
0: I was, uh, even though we weren't doing video for the uh, abs in a six pack about Bluebeam, <laughs> there was moments like, you're going to need to put on the glasses. And
2: we were five hours deep. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to put on the fucking glasses. Yeah,
2: you guys had to... Uh, uh, cut, split that into a couple, huh?
0: <laughs> we still part three to go. <laughs> oh,
2: damn.
0: Hey, that one's going to be a phenomenal episode. I'm going to take it weird. I'm going to do my best to channel some Mo. There you go. Okay, so taking a pack before the 3D glasses. Okay. Booberry looks kind of stoned. I forgot what it was. Whoa.
1: <laughs> Talking about the. Bowl oh, brother. After bowl. Bowls of oh, bloods. Booberries. Yeah, this-
0: The synchronicity. So if you remove the words that start with B, you get and, and, with, and my dead name starts with an A and a W.
2: Oh, boy.
0: Yeah. I thought that was cool. I was like, yeah, I needed that little, uh, that little connection. That little
2: wink in the title. Yeah. It was cool. I like how things line up. I love alliteration, if you couldn't tell with all the names. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. But. Absolutely. um, I mean, that's
0: <laughs> the Scaly
2: Show. Yep. Doing my best uh, daily show vibe. Uh, yeah, I love that. Scaly Show. It's a versatile name.
0: Oh, and okay. So, the Scaly Show is going to be the weekly news, uh, just talking shit, whatever. Behind the Schemes, Beholds was going to be the deep dive, find a topic, do a paper or whatever, you know. Sure. The, the, the heavy clip based show. But. I'm just kind of mashing them together, at the <laughs> it's like a sandwich. Yeah, that's kind of sandwich.
2: You just have to have a show, and you can't. I don't know. Like, there's there's things that have come up for us too that are like, oh, this is something we should talk about more, or oh, this is something we should really dive deep on. Unlike, uh, Philosophers Stoned was, and it was and might be still like a segment like that where we take one thing and kind of just say everything we know or think we know about it. And um but the problem with that is like if you do a one off, then it's not its own thing and you can't really just have a feed with, you know, like what three or four shows maybe in it. And the other thing is like it's hard to sp- ask your audience to split all that stuff up too, you know? Like Right. So that's kind of why we did the bulls uh, the bulls with buds thing as a It's just another thing in the feed, you know, it's like, this is just episode 66 and then the counter keeps going and then everybody knows what it is and it's in the same feed, you know, you don't have to go looking for it. You can scroll by if you don't want to hear the interview type stuff, or if you're looking just for that, it sticks out, um, especially by name. So like if there's a name you recognize or is interesting to you, um,
0: yeah, once that people tag gets implemented,
2: yeah, that'll be sweet. Well, it kind of is, I think working right now, right? I just don't have a control over my own RSS right now.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i still behind on
2: all the podcast index stuff. We're on Podbean, but I'm moving to uh, Buzz... Uh, I want to say it wrong. Buzzsprout. Yeah. Buzzsprout nice. actually had this huge DDoS attack over the weekend. And uh, I thought, personally, it was like some of the most transparent... And professional responses to, like, a cyber attack that I've seen from a company. Because they were totally transparent about it. They also were, like, not going to pay the ransom money up front and from the very start. (laughs) And then charge the the patrons. (laughs) 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 Equals (laughs) profit. (laughs) Your thing's going up. No, they didn't. uh, They said we'll never, you know, be extorted, which is the right right call. Don't ever pay. Don't ever pay if somebody, like compromises your systems don't ever pay the money um never because they'll just stand there outside uh screaming at you the whole time hey listen you
1: dicks send money
2: and your shit's all broken and you don't know what to do and you're like this could be over if i just send the money but it'll never be over they'll come back for more and you know it's not right it's not right don't pay the money never pay the
0: money and never talk to the fbi
2: I had been kind of eyeing them since the last Pod 2.0. Adam was saying he's going to move at least Podcasting 2.0 over to Buzzsprout, if not more shows. But um, they seem to be the furthest along in implementing all of these different new namespaces. Interesting.
0: Yeah, we we switched over to PodServe. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm also not as... mm, versatile maybe <laughs> as far as understanding the complete in- intricacies but I've enjoyed being on them um, I did reach out to the owner and asked him if he could change the color on the embeddable player and he did that and I thought that was pretty cool oh that's tight yeah so I, I appreciate that he did that but it's on the list of uh, you know compatible apps that they feature on their website pod uh, podcast
2: podcast index. Not apps. Oh, okay. Yeah, the list of new podcast apps. Yeah. So, so, so Booberry, um we got to ask because this is a show about weed. You know, um, how did you find weed? How did you guys meet? You and Mary Jane.
0: Actually, through one of uh, I was both of our co-hosts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I was listening to a podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this was uh, this was in the dark uh, the dark times the yeah. before times the old new normal old normal times when i wasn't listening to podcasts in the year of 2008 back when you were like or, a, just a regular person yeah the f- <laughs> version version 1.0 of the
2: homeschooler <laughs> oh man i did i did some time in homeschooling that's why i know there's so many people around these parts I did five I, years yeah it is kind of wild isn't it i it always makes me wonder, it's like we somehow didn't get like the full conditioning program, we skipped out on like a chunk of it. I don't know, maybe that makes us more open well, you've to seen, new you've seen, experiences. Well, you've seen both
0: sides. You know, there's a have definitely met some real fundamental types
2: in homeschooling. Sure. And well, it seems like it, with homeschooling, like, if anybody, whoop, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I don't know what that sound was, I'm sorry. Um, at any rate, it seems like homeschoolers, the ones that are, like, not open-minded or, like, super stuck to some path are stuck to not a non-mainstream path, you know? like Bob Jones like,
0: University like, path? Yeah.
2: There'll be some kind of, uh, you know, they're still weird. They're just, like, Amish kind of weird or something, you know? <laughs> I can't exactly find the an eloquent, eloquent way to put this because I am but a simple stoner, but...
0: It's, I don't know. I mean, I still stand by it's uh, best of both worlds. If you get a healthy dose of both, it seems to make the most sense because it was part part of third grade and then sixth, uh, excuse me, seventh through graduation was the years I was homeschooled. But then I did two years in community college, my last two years of high school. So was hanging out with a little bit of an older crowd not by much and then on top of that all the reenacting stuff which we were doing i mean shit over the summer there was a couple of years we didn't take two months off
1: Hmm.
0: you know traveling all up and down the east coast and that's a a lot of historian types a lot of uh former military types sure um a lot of types that just like to go <laughs> camp in the fucking woods and some sticks and yep.
2: drink a lot of beer and shoot black powder guns. I came up through the scouts so that's kind of where I got all exposure of that in those worlds.
0: Yeah it's it's definitely a lot less um what's the word not formal um I mean there's definite cohesion and you gotta maintain your uh your dress you know you definitely want your Patterns to be on period, your cloth to be on period. You don't want to be shown up in like a polyester coat, right? Take uh, my parents definitely did a a shit ton of research into finding the proper patterns. Um, I mean, we materials and stuff like that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So definitely, you know, it, it wasn't like a. There was parts of being homeschooled that definitely had a sheltered nature to it. Yep. But at the same point, the interpersonal reactions are a jump in this huge age gap yeah because you're hanging out with like community college age people which i mean they can be all over the place you know
2: right yep uh
0: with reenactors and you know there's some uh, you know a couple that were my age and a lot of them musicians and uh some dudes in their fucking 70s so uh, I think that was I think it, that answered the question. Was it re, was
2: it reenacting that led you to pot? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: No, what led me to pot was uh, Monty and Malachi, in uh, behind the schemes. Okay. Two co-hosts in college. I don't even know why that came up, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, in college, um, I didn't. I was a, I drank a good amount. Uh, but usually only at cast parties gotcha. because my tolerance was a non-existing thing at the time. And at the time I was dating a pretty staunch uh, Baptist youth minister and she was, she was against pot and it was never anything that I encountered at reenacting or in the homeschool groups. Sure. So I didn't really have any connection um, I think the first time I smelled it was at a Night Ranger concert. No, excuse uh, the Tubes. It was a Tubes concert with the Night uh, with Night Ranger, okay. Opening and Dad leans in. He's like, "You smell that?" He said, "Maybe." He's like, "Yeah, that skunk. That's that's weed." But he <laughs> just so
2: as you know, son. Yeah, and so man, was well, it like. Uh, At that point in your life, it was like not tolerated by anybody in your circle, but you also had just no exposure anyway, so it was one of those things that's like, oh, this is really bad, this is bad, but you don't have any reference for it?
0: For the most part, there was a period when, I don't know, it was one of the years of being probably uh, 12th grade, senior, and shit was just going really shitty at the house and being homeschooled on top of, uh, it wasn't one community college, it was... Uh, two so one during the day one during the night and then all the high school work yeah. and started just building a lot of tension between yeah. me and my my folks and you know we're homeschooled um so they threatened a lot with drug tests at the time hmm. because they assumed that i was getting high and like uh you know we we're, we're, were fucking off with other um hung with the i ran with the otaku crowd at the school
2: the otaku crowd no what's that <laughs> Um, I think Lorian probably knows,
1: like the anime club.
2: Yeah, the anime club. Uh, That's
1: my peers. That's (laughs) that's Lorian's world.
2: That's Lorian's world. Like I know it a bit, but that's it.
0: Yeah, there, there is there is some good people there. There's some crazy motherfuckers. The surrounding Um,
2: culture, I know nothing about, but I've like my you know my limitation is i've seen a few animes over time
0: <laughs> well you know on on top of um anime it was things like 4chan and sure you know, other just like hey these kids are a couple years older than me but have
2: views into a world that <laughs> <laughs>
0: like oh what's 4chan <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, the hacker known as 4chan notorious so there there wasn't it was
0: just marijuana was a thing that wasn't really ever talked about never encountered it yeah but it was still uh used in a threatening i don't know threatening is the right word just um, kind of like
2: are you high like accusatory yeah anytime you were like mm. just what i don't know feeling trapped i just yeah. want out
0: yeah that's a good word this
2: hamster wheel that all I, being said? I, I was never I, good at school, any form of it. I mean, good in a certain sense of, like, enjoyed it or had it work for me or, like, been able to learn a lot, you know? I could always do tests and perform well and get, like, good numbers, but that was the extent of it. Everything else is just rotten with. Focusing, paying attention, mm. motivation.
0: Um, I don't know. I, and and
2: that, that was, like, far before POT, too. <laughs> like that started in kindergarten first grade so yeah
0: There's there's things I I enjoy about it I liked uh, doing
2: book reports and writing essays like up to the, even through college I was going to say where essay, it was uh, just writing's good yeah where it was like open form and you could like pick the anything to read or write about and then you could not just as, go Not as rigid yeah But math man math homework where it was just like all right you've learned how to long divide now we're going to send you home with about an hour and a half's worth of long division. So, like, you can just do it over and over again. Well, so have like, you heard the good news? It's like, dude, when I learned the first one, I knew how to do it. Now I can do it. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can put any numbers, you know? I could do this one, bring it back to you. You could change all the numbers. i take it. I could go do long division to those numbers, too. But it doesn't mean shit. I already know. Like, I know it now. Can we move it into something else? I just I never you- understood that.
0: <laughs> I can give you three answers if you want. It's like,
2: damn. Like, here's, look, look, there's the remainder. Or no, let's make it a decimal. Shit, I'm just man. making these up at this point. I'm just your monkey jumping through some hoops on these numbers. Where's my soul? Ugh. Um, education, yeah, so we talked a little bit about that. Did you ever go through, like, a dare thing? Or which which years were you homeschooled through? I know you said it, but I uh, Some partial third, third grade, grade uh-huh. and
0: then seventh through grad, graduation.
2: So you went public the rest of the time?
0: Yeah, so one, two... What's
2: the uh, What's up with a partial third grade, man? What happened with that?
0: Dad didn't like the school. Okay. Teacher teacher cussed me out. I told uh, him and the principal. Teacher got mad at me, principal got mad at me, and dad said, fuck this.
2: Pulled, pulled us out. Gotcha. So you were just out to for the rest of that year and then you went back the next year? Um Or did you go to a different We ended up or moving.
0: Gotcha. Um we moved from Greensboro to Roanoke. And then uh maybe it was fourth grade. I maybe, I, I gotta say it was fourth grade, I guess. Because um, 'cause fifth grade I went back uh to public school and then sixth grade we moved back to North Carolina and my last th- uh, last year, public there,
2: solid.
1: Um,
2: so through that time, did you go through any like dare or drug education like formerly through a public school or anything like that?
0: Fifth grade, we had an officer come in. He had the briefcase with the plexiglass, <laughs> um, a smorgasbord,
2: you could say, yeah, of uh, Ill- illicit street substances. So they, did he show them to you? Like, did he have the actual shit or was it like a replica or was it like supposed to be, you don't really know? I mean, uh,
0: at fifth grade me was like, Oh, those drugs look like candy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, funny enough, the, the one that like, I, I'm fairly certain they would have had to have, uh, marijuana in there. I mean, that's only natural. Yeah. Cause what's, what's drug without anti-pot? Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, what's dare without anti-pot? But the one that really stuck out was Molly. Or <laughs> Ecstasy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that I maybe it was the vivid colors, maybe I I don't know. Shiny yeah, but that's and colorful. The, Did they yeah. have the
2: ones like pressed into Homer Simpsons and shit like that or uh,
0: I want to say maybe flowers. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely had shape, definitely had color. Oh my god. Um fairly certain they had I mean, Did it, it looked kind
2: of like a drug ad for illicit drugs. <laughs> well, <laughs> It's like, hey, you wanna, kids, you wanna, don't you ever about... do any of this shit. Look at this shit. You see all you of wanna, this shit? I need a good gateway drug jingle. <laughs> gateway drug jingle. We always also like to ask people about uh, the gateway theory, but I will say, because um, uh, we were talking to Sir Seat Sitter, um, we were like kind of unsure as to, although I've heard stories of them bringing the samples in, like I haven't heard a firsthand account of that until now. But I know that was done. I've read about it and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a briefcase, something and you every, can carry.
2: Everybody says either fourth or fifth grade, too. So I was fourth through eighth. I was at home. So I didn't get any of the whatever the sex thing is around that same time period. Like, mm. they make you watch the video. Everybody calls it the video. Oh, they made us watch the video? <laughs> <In> the <laughs> What is that video? Do you know what that is? That's the sex number. Either of you? <laughs>
1: Our school had, like, a puberty video, and that was it. It was just about puberty that yep. we saw her in that time period.
2: That might be it. Because it, I think they split changes. they split the boys and girls up Yep. for the video, right? Yeah. That must be it then. Puberty. Oh, my God. And I
1: already had my period, so I was just like, yep, okay.
2: I mean, looking back and seeing how purposely mis- purposefully misled we were as school kids throughout every step of the public system, I am sort of glad that the, that crucial puberty part wasn't included in mine personally, but I don't know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know if you had it better when you only had it the way you had it, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's the trick of life.
0: That's sort of the sentiment that used to exist about homeschooling,
2: but <laughs>
0: knowing what I know now, yeah, uh, that's, that's changed quite dramatically. Um, what do you know now? So, uh, there's a show called No
2: Agenda. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more.
0: <laughs> they're they're uh, deep dives into education. Yeah. Uh, along with that MoFax 59, I'd already uh, listened to that before Adam had brought it up on the uh, whatever the last
2: day was. Um, this is yeah. kind of the, that wild journey for myself is for a long time, especially through college, I always really, and through a lot of high school, too, I really resented, like, being homeschooled, uh, mainly just because we didn't really do a lot, or at least I felt we didn't do a lot. Um, It was, like, really structured. My mom really structured it for the first, like, half a year uh, to almost a year, somewhere in there, somewhere before the first year ended. We just kind of just stopped doing stuff altogether, you know, like... We had workbooks, we had curriculum, we had this, that, and the other thing. And we used to go through all of them every day, you know, like the math and then the reading, and then the there was one that was Bible, there was one that was science, all kinds of stuff, but uh,
0: yeah, we had had a sort of uh well, I guess it would have been like a Bible class, but it was just finding a devotional to work through yeah um
1: yeah,
2: and then it just turned into kind of not really doing anything um which I kind of resented but now looking at the other side of it I sort of feel like well yeah I wasn't really doing much but I also wasn't being like actively conditioned <laughs> for slavery yeah. for 5 years you know oh yeah which is kind of crazy of a gift looking back on it cuz there's very few people who can say that you know but I I don't know it's it's weird cuz now I can't even imagine sending my kids into the school system with yeah what I know about it, and then I also kind of look at myself feeling stupid because I'm like, well, yeah, like, school always gave you trouble. School always gave you, like, roadblocks and, uh, you know, tail-chasing exercises and shit like that, you know? School never built you a bridge to anywhere, which is what they were trying to promise you the whole time. Like, oh, if you just kill it on this, then it'll set you up for a really great job, you know? If you can fall in this margin... And that's uh, <laughs> just not how the fucking thing works, actually. Uh,
0: not to not to derail too hard. Um, I found something that looks fairly similar. Um, I'm guessing this is probably close. Maybe it wasn't as large, but I dropped a dare drug briefcase in the chat. Oh, tight! I always want to. Oh
2: yeah, let's see. It. Take a peek. Um. Oh yeah, man, wa- that's <laughs> professional. <laughs> Tobacco, kiss my butt
0: well
1: uh
2: roach roach molder oh holder okay roach holder see can i zoom in that's kind of blurry marijuana cigarettes ends twisted ends tucked i'm gonna put that in the uh, (laughs) descriptor or whatever that's beautiful (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you for practice yeah
0: (laughs) uh i feel pretty much the same a lot of the um issues that i had with school had to do with uh classmate
2: interactions yeah. yeah yeah i always like the whole reason i wanted to go back while i was homeschooled and the reason that i thought it was good to be there when i was in high school was like the social aspect of it but that kind of sucks ass looking back on that too doesn't it like it's just like oh yeah my they're my probably God. happy Actu-
0: wearing a mask right now actually oh, yeah.
2: uh, oh my dude in the in the mask era bro <laughs> you can 100% miss me with the fucking whole school thing, dude. I think I would have just... I don't know what I would have done. It's weird, because you're trying to... The whole world got, like, this whole this thing dropped on them, like, last year, around this time. And it's just weird to think, like, would I have acted differently if I was even younger and dumber? I don't know. But, like, especially my college phase, where I was already, like, not going to classes regularly. Not really, uh... I don't know, I've never really been authority aligned, necessarily, let's say, uh, from even real young, so it's hard for me to imagine like going along with it every day, especially as a guy who wears glasses, and this is what I realized, because I wore a contact for like two months, but then when you wear the glasses thing, like the mask is just a fuck, it doesn't work, man. You're breathing mm. into your own eyeballs and fogging up your own glasses constantly. It's like all that happens. Admittedly. You just reminded
0: me that I wear glasses because it's been
2: a year since I've worn my last. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You've been contacts for a year? No. Oh, you've (laughs) worn glasses for a year. No, I haven't worn any. Oh, you've just been walking around (laughs) blind. Well, I mean, if you never leave the house, it's also like you can probably drive without glasses. Yeah.
0: No, it's, it's, it's fairly good. I mean, yeah. I, I can definitely tell I'm like oh yeah this shit's yeah, blurry you can't but
2: it's really not read street signs unless you squint at them but yeah you can drive it's not like you can't yeah. see where you're at and where the cars are especially the things that, I think that's one thing people have a hard time wrapping their mind around if they don't have or need glasses is like the shit that's reasonably close to you you don't even need glasses for you know right <laughs> I can just bring
0: it closer
2: <laughs> yeah like the oh. the car next to me looks the same glasses on or off but. You know the street sign way up ahead. That's going to be hard to read.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it still doesn't pay it pay off or just because you know the the current job that I'm working masks are required, and I've I've reached the point where I'm not collecting unemployment anymore, and yeah. I just I got to do something. Um, it's been an experience, first time working retail. This whole fucking year has been almost nonstop. So you get it.
2: You're doing retail now. Yep. That would be super weird with the mask thing. How's that?
0: It's fucking time the breaks out as best as you can. Yep. Take lots of drink breaks there at your fucking desk. Yep. Get employee of the month. Nice. Three months in two months in, three months in. Uh which happened.
2: <laughs> it's a bad motherfucker um, right there.
1: That's a bad motherfucker who knows how to tie good knots.
0: Everybody was everybody was freaking out because uh, some head honcho was there today. He was like, oh, this is number f- fifth in line to oh, the God. owner. And my first thought was, oh, man, I miss the days where I, I could just find this guy and be like, Ah, oh, I want your job. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can talk a lot of shit in theater. Uh-huh. Here, not so much.
2: Yeah, it's different. So it,
0: it? it's it not only is it in the mask, but it's in the behavior it's in the no more will you wear sick ass denim jackets with patches and pins all over them. they are probably eight pounds in excess of weight.
2: <laughs> Why not? That, I like that. I like it too, I but I always it had a. I always had some kind of hat going with a stupid amount of pins. Well, on them. no hat. No hats allowed. No hats, man. and
1: you
0: know that that's part of the uh, that's part of the appeal of theater. So it's it's just been a. I mean, what what's the way to describe it? I'm just fucking going along and swallowing my part. I'm, I'm doing the fucking, you know, I'm being a part of the solution. Yeah. In the fullest sense possible. Yeah. So it's been, I don't know. I mean, thank God for just the no agenda community as a whole.
2: Yeah, totally. It's, it's
0: definitely allowed, like... Even if it, even if in my immediate surroundings I'm completely trapped, there's still a part of my brain that I can exercise. Yeah, when
2: well you still have an outlet, too, for that. You don't yeah. have to, like... That's what I found nice about being more participatory in the whole thing is, like, you don't have to keep that bottled up. It's like a muscle part of your brain that you can actually work out with people. Same with the meetups, too, man. Those are so nice because it's in person, so it's, like, actual human beings um and there's a part of it where you got to stay sharp and this pandemic makes it real tough with between masks and just not going anywhere in general like I was a tour guide for like almost three years at this uh, coffee shop in town and no matter where I would shift in the uh company I still kept taking at least one day of tours because it just kept me on my game you know what I mean it kept me Able to show up and then just like talk to a group of people and you know actually handle myself or you know keep going, keep going, be on point, you know. Yeah, and it's an
0: engaging fight or flight, yeah, taking a big old dose of fight,
2: yeah. You stick in there and fight and then you kill it, you know. And then people are like, Thank you, we're ready to
1: rock. You do great, you do
2: great, you kill it, knock out of the park every time. But it just, I don't know, it forced me to perform. <laughs> it's that performance thing, you know, where it's like. You could have had this kind of day. You could have had uh, some bullshit on your mind that you can't get out of your mind. But then, like, once that time, once that, once it's at ten o'clock, then the t- ten o'clock tour starts. Boom! It's all of that washes away, and you have to perform. Yeah, you, know? you have to be oh, yeah. present in that moment.
1: In the zone.
2: In the zone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what, could, that's what this kind of stuff gives me an opportunity to keep alive. I guess.
0: I could absolutely equate that to something like doing a loadout. Because it's it's fucking As soon as curtain comes down It's go time And you're just trying to beat your best record You know, shaving off Five seconds there Seven seconds here Mm -hmm. 33 minutes there All of a sudden you got a fucking hour off your loadout time And you're just It's like this sexual energy that builds up
2: Yeah, dude
0: (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it It's all about the loadout there's one thing that I could just give y'all tonight.
2: It's all about the loadout. It's all about the loadout. It's all about it's getting all your about loadout. Any uh I guess kind of switching topics here hard. Any times that you've been busted or had close calls? Um and that could be anywhere, like legally or school or parents or maybe your girlfriend that you're trying to hide it from? Um
0: I've only had one interaction with the popo that includes um speeding tickets um anything nice I and mean, that was a couple of years ago
2: it's a good way to be at only having the, one
0: yeah uh where was it ohio airport um <laughs>
2: cleveland airports are terrifying, man
0: well dude <laughs> i could not even begin to calculate how much time i've spent in airports over the past eight years yeah, I'd imagine. So much time.
2: I'd imagine. You have to so many alive.
0: fucking security gates. No yeah. wait, no TSA, no hateful USA. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: um,
0: yeah, no, fuck TSA, hard. Uh,
2: every, uh Um, what, back <clears throat> when I <throat> <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> back when I still flew, I uh, always used to opt out of the body scanners. Well, which is just not really, I don't know, it's not even theatrical. You just, like, say it like you've said it a thousand times, which I did even the first time. And they just go, they just, like, point to a spot on the ground, they rub you down, and then they, like, make a little tally in their notebook. Oh, yeah. So it's not crazy. But you do get, like, a uh, free, like, leg and wiener rub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they grab your ass and shit.
0: <laughs> um, I used to have a good, uh fucking Outback Steakhouse joke about it, but maybe I stole it from South Park. It, it's been a while since I've exercised that part of my brain where I'm just hateful at 7 a.m. at some bumfuck airport. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just, like, oh God. stay up all through the night after a loadout if we finished particularly early because it's easier than trying to sleep and mm-hmm. do all that shit. So, you know, sometimes I'd play it safe. Sometimes i get real fucked up and then go to the airport and be real fucked up. Um, sometimes they get real fucked up at the airport.
2: The airport, at least in my experience, is kind of a surprisingly safe place to be fucked up in. But maybe less so getting fucked up unless you're on the plane itself. Uh, (laughs) well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So gummies. (laughs) Oh, well, gummies will fuck anybody up.
0: Yeah, especially, uh, (laughs) you know, it's like, oh, 50 milligrams? That doesn't seem like that much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah well it turns out when you pair that with a big old fat Canadian joint that just smoked fucking two hours before you left the airport left for the uh left the hotel (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna be sitting in the airplane trying to sleep and this lady's gonna show up inside your head she's like I want you to imagine red rectangles and you're like who the fuck are you lady and then she gets all (laughs) pissed off at you she's like do it and then you do it and then you actually do it and you're like whoa holy fuck and then you're traveling over the mindscape that's like this circuit board of your brain and there's all these fireworks <laughs> going off and just before then canadian security is going to be sitting there like do you have any marijuana products with you and you high off of your fucking balls oh no are you like i don't have any pot but i got a lot of rocks with me and she's like <laughs> what do you what do you mean by rocks and i'm just like uh I got, I got a lot of like crystals and gems and stuff. Oh <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, have, have a good day.
1: <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> I am really high. <laughs> uh,
0: unfortunately, that was not the time that I got busted. Oh. Cleveland, Ohio. Um, we done a loadout. I packed all my stuff. I had forgotten my pipe that I had had with me for a while. Uh, I mean, this was my road pipe. So I was like, eh, fuck it. And then I found the marijuana. I was like, God damn it. I don't (laughs) want to leave this one either. So, you know, I've been traveling for a while and, you know, there's things that exist and there's practices that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just, you know, I just fucked it up this time. And... I was sitting kind of close to the gate, whatever, and uh, these three cops walk up to the gate, and I just got a sensation. And lo and behold, these dudes have these fancy new bag scanners mm. that they te- they could detect bags and bags and what I had done. And this is kind of dumb on my part. I had taken my pipe and wrapped it in a plastic bag and mm-hmm. put it into a bag of Himalayan sea salt. Because I thought maybe the sand, with the glass, like it would all just look, sure, um, similar-ish maybe. But it was the bag inside of the bag that uh. fucking buzzed for whatever. So they found that they found the marijuana, and in my toiletry bag, they had found this uh, this syringe, oh shit, with a black, dark brownish tarry substance. <laughs> which they were certain that it was some uh you know
2: heroin allegedly according to the arresting report that's all
0: <laughs> well up, in, up until that point uh, I've been like you know my bag it hangs out at this theater like I do these I do these fucking broadway shows and like the bag just hangs out of the theater so I have no idea like yeah. if someone's in my shit or something he's like huh, 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 yeah someone else's pants <laughs> <laughs> rough and 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 i'd been up you know fucking forever and we'd just done the, the we'd just done the deed and the guys were like oh look at him you can barely stand and like i'm, <laughs> like, I'm legit like kind of waving back and forth <laughs> not very helpful sir <laughs> uh so i stayed pretty cool um this is after that they uh after they had decriminalized marijuana in ohio so that was a big saving grace um they confiscated the pot. They, oh, that was the, it was like, well, they were like, oh, we, we think we found heroin in your bag. And I was like, well, I'm fairly certain that it's not heroin because it was CBD oil. Hmm. I swear.
2: I promise. 50 state legal, man. <laughs>
0: um, so, uh, yeah, it was CBD oil. And they ended up letting me get onto the flight and they gave me this, um, uh, it was a minor misdemeanor which ended up being just under 300 bucks not like bad Eighty, eighty 80 for the ticket and two, whatever 220 for the court fees yeah
2: that sounds about right
0: well i thought it was going to fuck me over in like traveling um at first cuz it, it's like it, it's especially hard for some people in uh, going to canada that was kind of like my first holy fuck holy yeah. fuck holy fuck um, cuz I know plenty of people that have had really hard troubles with felonies, whether it be DUIs. DUIs are the especially hard one. Interesting. Um, Because it's already a felony there if you get caught drunk, or I guess high. Um, Oh, either one. Yeah. I'm guessing they would both count the same. Don't quote me on that. But uh, no, it um, it was done kind of then and there, and... Paid the fine.
2: No, that's at least uh, it could have been a lot worse, I guess. Yeah, they confiscated the the bowl. You know, that was the lesson I learned. My bowl. (laughs) Um, it
0: was it was it was a good bowl. Cops got a few Uh, good pieces in mind over time. Yeah, uh, found it in Portland, Maine, and I told the guy, I was like, "Hey, so I travel a lot, like on buses and stuff, and I need something that's pretty durable." And he said, hold on, he reached down, opened the case, pulled a piece out, and chucked it down the store. And it was like this uh, laminate floor, and it went tink, 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 tink. And I was like, thank you, I'll take it. And it was a triple-blown clear glass piece. Nice. Just like real sleek, and just, oh, it was so thick.
1: <laughs> Did the piece have a name?
0: No, I think it was just, uh, I think it was just my pipe. Um, I'm not... I, there's a couple of bowls that I've named, um, but it's not been like a mainstay practice.
2: Yeah, we, I, when I was in high school, everything was like, I had to be a big fucking ritual or a big fucking, you know, buy the book thing. Yeah, and like the, the red lighter, or the white lighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never gave a shit about any of those. Some people said white and some people said yellow mm-hmm. in my area. But uh, as far the lucky as like a cigarette. Going to the left, and as far as like, <laughs>
1: lucky oh,
2: oh, lucky cigarette, fucking a, you do definitely do that. I still do that to this day. I won't, I don't know. Luck, uh, luck, magic is sort of fun and important to me, and it's like actually been good to me as well. So, hmm. I, try, I not have to to like, uh, try not to give it another try. Try not to get it. So the first time I ever smoked a lucky was in high school, and I at that point like I never bought packs. And mostly what we smoked was Swisher Sweets. uh, Just like, n- not, it, not with weed in them. We just smoked the Swisher Sweets back then. Like, we had a whole summer where we got into tobacco before we went into weed. Mm-hmm. And um, then, like, I bought, I acquired, I can't even remember who bought them for me, but I got my first pack of cigarettes, you know. And this cat, like, taught me the lucky thing or whatever. And um, so the first time I ever smoked my lucky... I was out back at Pizza Hut I was working at the time, smoking it, and my sister called, and she's like, oh, yeah, me and my boyfriend went to the Buffalo Wild Wings. You want to come after work? And I was like, yeah, actually, that sounds fun. And do a get-out-of-town because that was in the next town over. And so I went, uh, and I was supposed to meet up with my two buddies and smoke weed like we pretty much always did after I got off work. Instead, I went to Wild Wings, and they were like, I don't know. I guess chiefing in some parking lot and got rolled up on. Whoop. They all got picked up. Yeah. And I was just like, that's, that's when I was like, thank you, smoke. Uh, thank you. Lucky smoke. Nice.
0: Yeah. I've, I've known plenty of people that have done it. Um, it was just never, it was never really a practice that I picked up on. I just, but I'd be willing to try it again.
2: I think it, I don't know. There's something
0: cool and fun about it. Yeah. It's like putting gold coins in your shoes. So you're always walking on gold. That I've not heard but. It's
1: uh That sounds
0: older. Who? Uh, Who? Ale- Alejandro Hodorowski Okay Butchering that But it's a director Comic book writer He was the um Original visionary for Dune As a movie Gotcha Uh Holy Mountain Which I would highly recommend to Anybody That wants to trip their fucking brains out Without uh <laughs> <laughs> Taking any actual real substance
2: I've not seen Dune. I need to. Let's see. Um. So
0: yes, that was, <laughs> that was my first interaction with the uh, first and only interaction with
2: the place. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. You usually, <laughs> stay two steps ahead, but just sometimes, them Some gummies, bro. Uh, the uh cultural stuff. Um. Uh, did you have any, like, favorite stoner, like, movies or, like, the music you used to put on when you, like, first started?
0: Um, I'm thinking, at, at the time, because um, even, even after I had smoked for the first time, it wasn't something that got picked up as a daily or even a weekly habit. Okay. Uh, I want to say maybe I got high in 11th grade for the first time. And then got high my last week for sure. Uh, or, excuse me, got weak, my last week of finals for the second time. That was the official, like, holy fuck, I'm fucking, this is. <laughs> and, you know, uncontrollably laughing the entire time. Yeah. and so uncomfortable. Uh, the whole thing was kind of
2: traumatic. It's like almost too much at all times.
0: Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and then uh, not even a quarter of the way into it, uh, the dude was like, so I want to go to Radio Shack. Oh, nice. I was like, I don't want to go to Radio Shack. He's like, we're going to go to Radio Shack. That's what you do. And, uh, I had ballooned up to damn near 300 pounds. I just shaved all my fucking hair off because my appendix exploded. So had some real severe, uh, self-image issues and I'm stoned out of my gourd. Like, you know, just fucking big red eyes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just getting all these stairs at and the store and he fucking. He they did know? The thing. they know?
2: Oh, it's like dude stop know. saying
0: that out loud. <laughs> you said the quiet part out loud. But uh, in the parking lot, he would do the. He's like backed out and he's going to let me in and pull forward. And then I walked to the door and he pulled forward. And I walked to the door and he'd back up. Oh, god
2: damn it. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. The like, um, left right error. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> only the other person's in a car instead of walking. Oh, oh. So
0: I, I'm trying to think if, cause we were doing all that theater stuff. Um, there's no like specific stoner movie that comes to mind immediately. Um, just because by the time I graduated, like I was smoking a little bit, but I was still um, seeing the youth minister. And so it wasn't, something I did all the time. And then I got the Disney on ice tour and they drug tested and I never smoked on that first one. I, I guess I don't really, um, associate a specific movie or music to getting high. I just like listening to the stuff I like to listen to, I suppose.
2: Right on. You cannot be swayed by the influence. No, no herb man. (laughs) (laughs) You got the things you like and that's what you like, man.
0: um, I, I will. I will say that uh, there's a lot of movies that we watched at the time that definitely stand out, and we were definitely high while we watched them. You sure. Uh, <laughs> Bug is one of them.
2: Bug. Okay.
0: Michael Shannon is fucking out of his gourd. <laughs> no, I'm <I've laughs> He's locked that. himself in a fucking motel room with this bitch. And then this bitch, Michael Shannon, is like, "There's bugs everywhere." <laughs> oh shit. And then he takes the rest of the movie and he makes the other one fucking crazy. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: So wait, is Uh, there like just not really bugs? And he's just saying there's bugs? You gotta watch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't spoil it for myself before I ever watch it. That would be silly.
0: Um, Killer Joe's up there, too. Um, You know, just a lot of, like, uh, edgy kind of trying to think there's another one uh it's good the sam he played the not tony Same. stark in the second one <laughs> sam rockwell maybe he, he plays a, a guy on a space base that one's pretty good for a stoner film um i can't remember the name it'll come back to me
2: it'll come it always comes back on a long enough timeline um what about uh the m- munchies or drinks. You ever get in that zone where you're just like, I got to have this? Peanut butter? Peanut butter. I like mm-hmm. peanut butter a lot. Fantastic. I'm allergic, so I don't really... I've been around... Every time I'm around it, I can smell it. and It just kind of is like... Brings
0: up some bad some bad it vibes. Just, it
2: smells bad to me because I think, you know... <laughs> hey, this shit's poisonous. My body tells me I can't have it. Yeah, It's not like deadly... And it's really weird, actually. I found that, like, there's certain instances where I've had peanuts clean that have been fine. Like, uh, sometimes they'll be sprinkled on a salad or something. And uh, I can tell when I'm chewing it, I'm like, holy fuck, wait, this is a peanut. Hmm. But I'm like, okay, it's fine, though. For some reason, I know it's fine. It's still not, like, I like other nuts a lot better. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know it But The
1: uh Motherfucker The
2: uh <laughs> Threw me off my nut train man um, All aboard <laughs> Peanut butter has always been a no go Like It's smell It's uh If you ever accidentally If I ever accidentally get it in my mouth I cannot I can't swallow
1: Nope
2: mm. Um but, yeah, I can also smell it, like, if it's in anything, if it gets near me. So people are always like, oh, shit, I, f- I always forget, you know? And they'll, like, P- pull it away from me or something. And I'm like, it's all right. I, I know we'll Or other people will be like, okay, so these are the ones with peanut butter. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, for me, they're, like, emanating this scent. You know what I mean? Right. They <laughs> got this, like, red outline. Have like, it's like w- some heads-up display hyper, in a game. Hyper-awareness. <laughs> Like if I was an insect, yeah, they would be glowing bright green or something. <laughs> I'd be like, "That's the danger."
0: I will admit that I think part of the reason why I don't have such a strong connection with marijuana is because alcohol has always been the sort of go-to. Gotcha. Um. In in some some years in a really big way, but um. I've actually, you know, all this free time off, it's, um, I've been fairly well behaved.
2: Well, that's a good sign.
1: It was a little
0: um, easier when, uh, there was a meadery really close by.
2: You prefer the beers or the liquors?
0: <laughs> Liquor. I barely know her.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I like it all.
2: <laughs> yeah. I like it all. It's, um, it's good. Uh, it's good to be versatile. I've always it's, found uh,
0: You know, well, just so much of um, my touring experience has been going out um, and experiencing local downtown scenes or (laughs) local truck stop scenes. Sure. Because you can't really, I mean, obviously you can go out and explore during the day, but, um, you know, at night, most of the restaurants are closing up. By the time you get out of the show, you want to go see a show, go see a band. Sure. um, Go find pool to play or something. So that's always kind of and don't get me wrong, a majority of the um, felled Disney on Ice stagehands are <laughs>
2: raging alcoholics. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's part of the culture there. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because um, back in Columbia, I for a while was uh, I managed a a venue bar, and um, even before the time I worked there, I was there constantly. It was like my spot. And uh, they were like a smaller hole in the wall uh, bar and venue. So I like dealt with a lot of touring acts, but I was on the bar side, you know. I was on the side of like seeing a bunch of different travelers come through night after night after night. And I always thought it would be cool to like be on the tour side of that, you know. And instead of like seeing the faces change, you'd see the places change, you know. Oh, yeah. That's, um,
0: I mean, if you're lucky, you'll find a good spot and then, uh, and just find another show that goes goes through there at some point. Or maybe you're just traveling on your own, you know. I did that over the summer. I, I stopped at uh, Cleveland for a halfway point. Coming back, we were dismantling cats uh, as far as the electric patch- package was concerned. Um, and Cleveland kind of sucks. But there was a couple of bars that I kind of remembered from last time uh, that were still open. You know, this is kind of right in the middle of the thrust of the pandemic. Um but yeah, I mean there's so many fucking cool bars and cool people and um I've gotten so many fucking <laughs> weird things. It's <laughs> like talking to this guy and he's a fucking traveling salami seller. He was like, hey, I've really enjoyed this <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> do, do sticks of salami. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, see Your parents always warn you about the traveling salami salesman growing up. (laughs) But he's actually pretty laid back in person, you know. The
0: best way I've ever heard it described is uh, from the guy that actually got me hired onto the Feld. I shouldn't say hired, but he was the contact. Um, And I didn't know him prior to this, but uh, he's like, welcome to the circus. I mean, Feld actually owns Ringling Brothers, but... You know when they say, yeah, the kids ran off and joined the circus. That's what you just did there, bud. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've ran into like seers and shit that have completely rocked my world. Hmm. Um, Witches, uh, tons of people that have personal interactions with Gwar, like all sorts of fucking... I miss it, you know, I miss seeing the people, I miss fucking hanging out with the crazy, the guy that got fucking electrocuted because he got, or he touched some fucking power line accidentally, and like, now he can see these fucking radio waves, and he's- you know he's fucking trying to give you mu- or trying to sell you mushrooms but then forgot that he was doing it and never showed up with them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh man i know those bluetooth headphones you gotta, that you got are really cool but you gotta get rid of them man they're just microwaving your brain <laughs> <laughs> um i met another stagehand in uh winnipeg i want to say he was an avid um this is going to sound weird but fairy chaser like he actively researched fairies and stuff.
1: Interesting. Went around
0: getting photos, um, and he had some really phenomenal stuff that I gave to this. Uh, it was a he gave me an actual photo album. Whoa! And then I gifted that to uh, uh, a fly person that I met in Houston, and she was um, really interested in a tarot book that I was reading at the time. She's like, "Oh man, I haven't thought about this in forever!" And like, she went and got her deck that week and we'd sit up there during the show and like we'd talk cards and all this cool shit um yeah it's uh miss people
2: (laughs) yeah man that is i kind of underestimated this time last year when the when the lockdown thing first started and then they said two weeks like i was like i was like this is either going to not last a full two weeks or it's going to last a very long time That's what I just thought. Because I was like, two weeks even sounded like absurdly too long for me when they first announced it. I was like, two fucking weeks, they're going to shut everyone down? Bullshit. I'm like, you know, I figured that people would like push back, you know? But that I think was the most... They couldn't. They were too busy to push back. Yeah, people just don't want to like make trouble for themselves. Uh, Well, (laughs) that's what sucks is like the only time I was going to say
0: Lake Street, Minneapolis begs to differ.
2: Right. Well, you know, (laughs) that's that's kind of what happened here. There are exceptions we had um, that are like fomented and encouraged, you know.
0: And Minneapolis is uh, fairly liberal. I mean, there's, par- there's parts of Minneapolis that are, I really enjoy. Um, the people are, for the most part, like, I've met a couple of folks that I'd prefer not to interact with. But, you know, sometimes on these, like, mass cattle call union gigs, you, you kind of have to. But sure. it's besides the point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean everything, you know, the 2 weeks turned into a month and then turned into 2 months and then yep. before it could turn into 2 months, next thing we know, we're in fucking curfew because there's uh, a solid week of riding going on and Yeah. Um you know, we're obviously no <laughs> no Portland, but um yeah, I mean that that shit was fucking it just has not stopped this
2: year. <laughs> it's they yeah, they've been like cranking every lever they can.
0: Yeah, I I got I gotta admit, like at at some point, like I just I don't I don't know how far that dial can go, because since before the the lockdowns and um, just all of it, I was already kind of edging towards you know this is because you know naturally listening to No Agenda and. We're we're getting the sort of forewarning of what might be happening. I don't think anybody predicted that the, you know, just like you said, like it was this really going to go on into fucking twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, shit's just been kind of redlined, and uh, it gets kind of taxing, uh, mostly because solely <laughs> like no one's sitting here behind me, clockwork orangeing my ass, right, with the giant pins and the fucking eyes and everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well that's like the the beauty of the modern society is like they don't have to, you know. Right. You'll come and <laughs> you'll come and watch it on your own. You don't need to be forced. For we'll the pay a subscription, subscription for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. No. Oh. Uh Strains. Do you have any favorite strains? Um
0: I mean, I know a couple of the popular ones off the top of my head that uh, I would pick up in a
2: smorgasbord. There's that word again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that cornucopia of pot. There are some guys that don't even believe in strains, not in that like they don't exist, but in that like you know the, there's so many different factors in who grew it and what it was and if it really is what it's called that strains essentially don't matter. Um. So I've heard like a range of opinions on that throughout my time. But it's, I just don't know if there's like one that stood out to you that was just like, oh, that one time I got the uh the granddaddy purples and they were just
0: I seem to recall liking Agent Orange. Okay. And um <laughs> starting to notice a trend, but there's another one in Toronto called MK Ultra. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> but i mean, using to groups <laughs> like that. <laughs> any kind of governmental uh global homo and Illuminati plan to take over everyone <laughs> oh, <laughs> makes yeah, a great weed like, strain too yeah
0: <laughs> oh I'd uh, smoke the fuck out of that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <Car play. laughs>
2: give me a half of that fucking <laughs> genocide
0: hell yeah <laughs> Boo Perry looks kind of stoned <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: Girl Scouts cookies you know that's never really fa- uh, failed me I like the diesels you know sure I was like, diesels. I'm from East coast and there so was you, a point in time you just working where
2: you can get. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's been a month and a half and I finally got my dime bag that I asked for Yeah. That sort of shit.
2: I've heard the East coast woes luckily never had to the small time. uh the small town woes are just that like everything is brick, but like you can find it just all brick.
0: What do you call a moist brick?
2: What do you call a moist brick? I don't know.
0: I was asking you Oh, damn.
2: because I've encountered that one too. <laughs> I've never, I've never had a moist brick.
0: Oh God! So it's all just if you're like ever
2: concrete, almost you know.
0: If you're ever in uh, way up upstate New York, like you're going towards Ottawa, okay. upstate New York, there's a little bitty town called Ogden'sburg. That's like two miles wide, if that. Damn. And we played the high school. Okay. Forty second Street. I mean the The whole day, that's probably a show in and of itself. Um, but some quick highlights, like there's no forklift; it's a plow or like a tractor. Excuse me, a tractor with fork arms on it. Okay. And after every load, the driver during the loadout's like, "Oh, can I go after this one?" <laughs> I be <can go laughs> somewhere. Box come down and do the same thing. Like uh, most of the wardrobe crew didn't show up for the show. Oh God! Because they forgot. But, uh, so like company management, stage management, they're all like trying to change these dressers and this is a huge cast of like 30 people on stage and all the women are doing a quick, st- quick change off stage somewhere in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shit. yeah, sometimes you got to be careful where you sit down for a quick cat nap. Um, cause I woke up one time and realized that I was sitting right in front of the quick, quick change area and saw our entire cast topless. I was like, no, time to go back to sleep. Just, just one of the backstage things you got to watch out for.
2: Oh no, I wouldn't, (laughs) please don't let me see the whole crew topless. Oh, that sounds like terrible. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it was, it was like, wow, (laughs) terribly (laughs) awesome. (laughs) But you know, it's like, there's, I don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to get tangent. It's good Um, shit. So in Ogdensburg, For whatever reason, I was like, "Uh, I should try and re-up on some weed.
2: Sure. (laughs) So this seems like a great place.
0: So this guy's like, man, I know some really good shit I can get you. I mean, like, I took a off of this and, like, I was so fucking baked, man. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. And, I mean, this day, a whole semi-truck full of equipment. And I hung five of my lights, okay? Like, it was such an awkward day. So he comes back to the loadout. Uh, was like, oh, uh, well, shit, I'm at the school. Uh, let's go to the basement. So I <laughs> ran down to the basement with him at this fucking high school. <laughs> but some of the shaggiest shit. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it was like moldy or something. Oh, no. But it was lo- It was like long fucking leaves of it. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Like trimmings of the leaves and shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, oh Lord. And,
0: and like I rolled it up on the bus and we were w- uh, waiting for someone to finish up killing time or whatever I just remember keep hitting it and I'm like oh my god this tastes like shit <laughs> just like
2: oh, no. kept coming back to it I'm coughing but not for the reasons I want to be coughing <laughs> this is gonna put me in a fucking coffin <laughs> oh my god fuck all that I don't know if I've ever had the moldies Mm-mm. It's in, uh, my, in my years some of looking at some, some uh, exquisite, <laughs> simply exquisite. Oh man, I can imagine it <clears throat> getting my t- chest tight. You, uh, and the same applies to strains that applies to this. But are you an indica sativa guy? Some some people think that's all bullshit too. Um, sometimes, sometimes
0: it feels like i can tell a difference uh most most pot just puts me really really fucking deep into my head Mm -hmm. which at times it can that can be a little a little much (laughs) it doesn't stop me for whatever reason so i guess we'll just roll with it um i guess i just kind of flip flop back and forth try and balance it out if i have the access to it um me and going to somewhere like uh, Washington or Oregon, it's easier to do. Here, it's like, man, I, I just, I just gotta find some pot. Well, mm. I like them both.
2: I like to mix and match. I like actually them for, my... like situations, you know. I feel mm. like the, I've always been kind of more on the indica side, and then since I met Lorian, she just like pushed me way over further to the indica side. Nice indica mm. couch, indica
1: couch, In <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, so mostly I just like to kick it, you know. If you're smoking anyway, I just like to kick it, and indica's are perfect for that. But sometimes, like if I'm ever leaving the house, sometimes it's like sativa's all right because you can uh, still stay on the on the go. I don't really like lose my train of thought so much, right? I have this more of, like, a nutty professor, absent-minded professor energy, where, like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, probably forget my phone and then walk back and try to find it, but I'm not gonna, like, just sit down and stay there immobile, you know?
1: Right.
0: Well, I I guess so much of my philosophy is warped around, I can't stand to be in this fucking hotel room for another minute. Uh, Yeah. So, usually, like, if I'm going out, I got two spliffs on me, and... Maybe a one-hitter, depending on the tour. But I enjoy a nice cross-buzz. You know, I, I like going out to a bar and getting all shitty and then going and fucking
2: <laughs> just
0: gasoline all over that fire.
2: Yeah. Carolyn fucking. says, I'm already not calm. I don't need to be extra not calm. Yeah. <laughs> With the sativas. Uh, yeah, there is like a, I don't know. Everything about weed, for me, it usually has like Also done what whatever I needed it to do, and I'm doing finger quotes for the needed it, you know, like uh, right,
0: whatever it was called on for. Exactly,
2: like, I mean, if I'm hungry and I smoke a little weed, I cannot be hungry, or vice versa, you know, like I don't know. Oh
0: yeah, and and for me, like, um, just because so much of the just traveling is pure adrenaline, fight or flight. It's a good way. it, It wakes me up. Even though I sound fucking stupid, sure. Sometimes, well,
2: sometimes you just needed that change of uh, mental state. It just as long as it's different from whatever you were just in. It's a change, you know. It's like <gasps> a, it's like a little reset or something.
0: Yes, I do have a PCP story though. Oh shit! So PCP story. I'll have to careful. Hear that. What? Careful. Careful with stranger drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but, stranger uh drugs. When I was working at Bush Gardens, um, I called a taxi for a guy, and in return, he gave me two loose nugs that I took back home, and this is in that dry spell. Gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, half an hour after smoking, I was like, hmm, I feel kind of funny. <laughs> and then proceeded to trip my motherfucking balls off. Whoa. Oh. Bad trip. Like there's this Microsoft paint bucket tool getting slammed over and over and it's this wash of uh, imagery like pokemon and kirby stars all over the body oh fuck jet engine fucking air conditioner and i woke up my uh the keeper and i was like i think i got dosed with something oh fuck <laughs> that's rough, so, dude i think it was either fucking angel dust or maybe the lsd but i I just I was always pretty uh, skeptic of that one.
2: Yeah, I don't like, know. If uh, you can make that work to smoke it, can you? LSD or would you probably have? There's to have a, a strain called LSD, and they kind oh, of, um, yeah,
0: hinted that it would. You know, it had like some hardcore hallucinogenic qualities to it, but I couldn't confirm or deny.
2: No, nah, that that is just plain old weed, man. Talking about a fancy name on it though.
0: So I really feel for uh, Buford T. You really feel frank. He gallon. just
2: needs the rocket ship air conditioners in his life, man. He lives for that type of shit.
0: Is that a gallon of PCP? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm actually on my way to
2: pick up my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hop in. There's room for everyone. Um oh my goodness, I lost the master question list. Where would I be? without the master question list, I would be well down a road, not knowing which way to paddle. Um, so quality, because you said you got the bag of moldy, and I guess like, when you're traveling all the time, it's just kind of, it's going to change depending on where you're at, what your access is, but uh, for like for me, when I started in high school, small town in high school, started smoking weed, it was like, brick was the only thing I knew, and then I didn't even see any sort of like, actual plant weed you know like what it's supposed to look like until college where I was like astounded at how much it cost like the cost difference but um what was quality like for you did you start you you start off in the nug world or uh we had some pretty
0: good stuff coming in and out of the apartment um one of the roommates definitely had a really solid hookup someone that would come and deliver and um one of the girlfriends worked the film industry there in, in uh, Wilmington back when that was a thing. Huh. So she had a pretty good hookup. Uh, she actually had some really nice stuff one time. I don't know how else to describe it, but it was like these sort of pops that would erupt in your in your body like a little blueberry firework. Huh. It was It was really nice.
2: Is that where you get was, your
0: name? No, 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 no. Booberry comes from a musical that i that I was working on.
2: Oh, fantastic. Yeah.
0: Um sorry I didn't uh, yeah.
2: whiplash us with that transition. It just came to me. I was like, wait.
0: That's a great segue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a great segue. My neck hurts. <laughs> now I'm going rubber to have to go this- <laughs> to the fucking chiropractor. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> More like rubber knuck this dick. <laughs> Hey, what's that over there that you just said? Um,
0: yeah. So I'd say weed was fairly decent. Um, I guess for me, there's there's this is nice. I don't feel much, or fuck, I'm too high. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much my like <laughs> three categories. Uh-huh. And what I've noticed with a lot of the recreational uh marijuana it's it can be a lot at times almost too much yeah you know so the, the, i almost came to sort of pine for the weed that took like a month and a half to get to me that was it was okay sure just because i felt like i could still uh function in some capacity if that makes any sense definitely
2: yeah there's this a there's a There's definitely a certain point you hit where you're like, well, I can't go out and fucking do things in this condition, you know? Yeah. But, you know, this is the perfect time because nobody's going out and doing shit. (laughs) Right. As long as this lasts, you know, I don't know. It's good good for the overall weed market. The markets are good.
0: You know, there is one that I really want to try just because it looks so much fun. Uh, It's Fruity Pebbles. If it actually exists and isn't some...
2: Oh, I've seen pictures of that. Is that, like, the rainbowy looking one? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. That would be fun to try.
0: Yeah, I I would imagine that it probably just kind of turns gray after you grind it up. Yeah. But I'm sure you could spend a lot of time appreciating it.
2: No doubt, especially if you found it, like, still on the plant. Ooh, that's when it's the prettiest, in Mm -hmm. my humble Mm -hmm. opinion. Um any favorite pieces or like methods like you mentioned spliffs earlier and spliffs I kind of have a soft spot for yeah you do i just i like that uh, whole tobacco rush at the beginning cuz it feels even steeper mm-hmm. but like while you're while you're on the tobacco rush you just like have none of the it's stoned it's like it's not even there and then you can't really feel yourself crash from the nicotine rush so much as you're like overwhelmed. Like, wow.
0: I am really high. I like could just
2: blast you and you're like, oh yeah, I guess I did face half a joint there.
0: <laughs> um, for me, it's, uh, well, you know, it's like, <laughs> if one was to travel with marijuana and they happen to have a tube um, rolling machine, like the uh, top rolling machine. Yep the injector style with a case of empty cigarette tubes that they've injected (laughs) (laughs) with a perfect blend of three-quarter tobacco and one-quarter pot and just drop a little, like, just a little bead like you're welding (laughs) and then kind of make a little blanket of tobacco on top of it and tamp it down, slam it in. And then you can fucking put it in your uh your goddamn cigarette pack. Beautiful. Right. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, you I mean, can fucking take it anywhere that's for the cla- most part. That's that a I- that's a classy way to ride. Uh <laughs> it was the week of fucking leading up to uh God, what's that fucking holiday? Saint Patrick's Day in Chicago. I was just doing my thing, rolling around. First time there in Chicago, and fucking turn the corner. I just like fucking faceplanted the two goddamn cops. I'm smoking my spliff there in the middle of the fucking the the street, not the street, but the sidewalk. But the crowd is so big, and like I'm like what I'm smoking has a filter on it. Well, see, this is where this is the trick for me because I hate tobacco in my mouth. Like if you're if if we're ever hanging out, yeah, and I start retching. <laughs>
2: It's uh, either probably a hair or a piece of tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. I don't. Um, I don't mind it. I just spit it out. But I also I, I can't help it. I <laughs> uh, also like came to tobacco through first Swisher Swedes and then like Copenhagen. Nice. So wow. It's like that's that's fucking intense, <laughs> and a little like. A little shred of bugler never hurt nobody. Not compared to fucking <laughs> Copenhagen long cut you, you straight. Got that, you,
0: you got that. You got that circles K booze going on. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> oh,
2: I got sick that? off some green apple skull, and then that ended my uh, chewing career in high school, man.
0: Yeah, I've I've never been much into the chew, but I can tell you a thing or two about those uh, Cheyenne cigars that you can buy. It's like like 29 for a pack of 20. Oh shit. <laughs> I don't
1: know. If, if you I've didn't heard of think
0: them. if you didn't think extra menthol was a flavor, they got <laughs> one. Oh my god, fucking uh yeah. Ross had smoked those uh he was roommates with me and Monty back in the day, but it <laughs> makes me almost want to <laughs> just thinking about it.
2: Laurian r- rode the menthol train for a long time. Yeah. Not extra menthol, <laughs> just, <laughs> just regular, regular strength menthol. <laughs> Prescription strength.
0: Nah, my first uh, first pack was a pack of Gold Mavericks, mm. uh, and then I smoked L and M's for a long time because they were cheap. Um, a lot of Cheyennes too, because they were even cheaper. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I could literally raid the couch <laughs> uh-huh. to get enough to buy a it pack. I'm so broke. <laughs>
2: That's pretty, uh, it's pretty affordable way to go though, man. Your cheap date. <laughs> <laughs> I started off on, uh, Winston Reds just yeah, because yeah. that's my ni- middle name. And so I thought it was like hot shit or something.
0: Um, I that like the gold ones. Them. I like the gold Winstons. They kind of, I don't know if this makes sense, but it's got like a buttered popcorn. Interesting. And that's what I've always associated with it. Uh, but no, the very first thing that I actually smoked, um, I've always had an affinity for smoke. Yeah. I, I really enjoy just the taste, yeah. texture, Me experience too.
2: smoking. Drawing it in, blowing it out, holding it in, lighting it up, right? Flicking it off, all of that shit. And the
0: probably within the first week or so being in college, I walked by a fucking cigar shop in downtown Wilmington. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in the real world. I can go here. <laughs> first thing, if this gives you any indication of like how my experience in college went, the first thing that I did was I want to get on my bike. I'm going to listen to uh, David Lee Roth. This is just like living in paradise or this is paradise and <laughs> yeah. ride my bicycle without my helmet.
2: <laughs> Bro, I got a tattoo the first week I went uh, I was in college. <laughs> for free with a coupon.
0: Damn, I wish I could
2: have been that cool. <laughs> Fucking stupid, bro. I hate it. I've been wanting for years to like get it redone, but... Should have just went without the helmet? Dumbass <laughs> foot. I know, I, that would have been a way better idea. It's just a fucking... It's like the school I went to's logo. It's like the Mizzou Popper with the M on it. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. And it's like two inch by two inch square right on my tit. It really looks like a fucking just a temp tattoo that won't <laughs> ever wash you off. <laughs>
0: um, but the uh the the very first thing that I smoked it was a cigarillo a whiskey hazelnut uh probably vanilla flavored cigarillo and I just remember like waking up the next morning and I could still feel it on my lips I was like oh this is divine this is so good <laughs> I remember the first time that I got like a Pack of cigarettes proper That was those Mavericks Our master electrician Had left behind After uh, One night of long tech And I came back And I was like oh, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette now And it was good And I was like Yeah I'm gonna smoke another cigarette That was the mistake Yeah <laughs> Just immediately like Yeah I'm just I'm going into fucking uh, Chain smoking now I guess And just came back up to the room And just fucking Just like Holy fuck Oh, just the head rush from hell. Yeah. You know, I get guess. Get the
2: spins and that shit. Oh, yeah. I can only handle that when I'm particularly sad. Then I'll turkey fuck mm. turkey fuck the new one with the old one and chain smoke, you know?
0: Oh, dude, I went to three packs after my first Disney.
2: Three packs in what? In a, in a day? Oh, yeah. Holy oh. moly, son. It's out of control. I really,
0: I really enjoyed smoking. I don't do it as hard now. I usually ride like a pack.
2: I pack still like it, man. I still like it. I still like it. I usually do a pack a week to ten days. Nice. Something I, like I that.
0: remember those days.
1: Something like that. Net-net. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been the on problem, and off.
0: Always the problem been, with cigars for me is I can't help but do the cigarette thing with them. At the same time? <gasps> well, yes, I've done that. Oh, you animal. Oh, dude. I don't, I don't fuck around. Okay? <laughs> you can just
2: see this guy with like, he's got flip flops on because he needs his toes too to hold some of the cigarettes. He's just got them all going. <laughs> Fucking just burning. If,
0: <laughs> I just coined the term if you ever want to see the spirit meme of just how I function. A couple weeks ago, No Agenda Social, I posted a picture of John Taturo and he's smoking the cigarette meme. Just, like, sucking it. Just, like, you know, really getting in there. <laughs> but in this one, he's, like, got them all lined up in his hands. He's got a couple sticking in his ear. Oh, shit. the
2: caption was, like, how's podcasting going so far? <laughs> it's on fire, definitely. It's on fire,
0: fire. Oh, man. If, like, legit, if. I was in my own place and had a basement that was sealed off well enough. There'd be some real fucking haze going in here. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh
2: how do you feel about smoking inside? Is it like uh is it like a guilty pleasure now or do you feel like you just can't do that anywhere? Have uh
0: or have either of y'all ever smoked inside? Yeah, a
2: few mm-hmm. different times. The it's, most recent uh, was actually at the uh club down the street.
1: Yeah, that was the only time for me. Oh. had that crazy filter.
2: I didn't even think mm-hmm. about that.
1: Oh, wait, no. There's a bowling alley, too. <gasps>
2: <gasps> there's Shut a couple up. of bowling yeah. alleys. If you go outside of the county, uh, most places in the state, the bowling alleys will still let you smoke, and that is a fucking treat.
0: Yeah, there's still a couple of bastions out there, fucking
2: lighthouses in the dark. Yep. Oh, yeah. Nice. Just down the I, sticks okay. where they're like, we don't give a fuck about your new rules. <laughs>
0: In that regards... Smoking in here uh, for a hundred
2: years. Kiss absolutely. my ass.
0: <laughs> absolutely. If there's a smoking bar in the town, I'm there. Nashville's got a, uh, a couple of really good ones. Um, I'm blanking on the other ones because I just got eye. <laughs> ah, how could you? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: somewhere in Alabama, there was one. Mo- uh, not mobile. There's there's another. Um, I'm blanking on it. It's some,
2: mobile in it? Mobile. Mobile.
0: Ah. The, mobile. Mobile, mobile. mobile.
2: Some people say mobile. Some no. people say mobile. Some people say mobile. Mobile. Well, you say mobile.
0: Maybe I just say my words all retarded. Did you ever think about that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just a
2: few of them, just to throw people off.
1: <laughs> just like
2: select ones, not all of them.
0: Well, do you call her with crowns or <laughs> call her <it> with crowns? <laughs>
2: I don't even know. I like, got to wipe my mom's lipstick on her birth.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she got very mad at me, all Oh my god! Monty and I's uh, other
0: roommate, Jake, fucking walked out of his room after he like disappeared for a fucking two and a half days or whatever. And he came out and he had this robe on. And he was like, "Oh, guys, I really, I just, I really don't. Oh my god, I." I might need you guys to take me, take me to the hospital. And we're like, holy fuck, Jake, are you okay? He's like, man, my dick fell off. And he fucking threw off his robe and he had everything tuck. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God.
1: <laughs>
2: now that's goofy.
1: <laughs> Would you fuck me? <laughs> it
0: was like, that is somebody's right, penis. Right.
2: There was no penis. <laughs> there was no penis. I swear. It was just there two minutes ago. Where did it go? Um, so there are many like etiquettes, rules, and rituals, and we talked about some of them, but you keep dragging us back to cigarettes. <laughs> Uh, that's my that's my jam. Uh, I love it. I'm just playing with you. Um <laughs> but do you have like a favorite like etiquette rule or superstition or something like that? Uh from the stony world. Mm I will
0: do the uh quarter burn. Like I'll just tap the edge of the bowl uh, when it's getting passed around.
1: hmm
2: But Edging. Edging, yes. <laughs> Go on Well, I wasn't going to call it rimming It just made less sense It's more of Um, an edge than a rim But, uh
0: Yeah, I would do that I never really I don't really have any other traditions Other than, um Tapping the bar
2: whenever you cheers Oh, sure Now, do you do, uh Cheers, tap, drink. Do you do tap, drink, tap? How do how do you do it? I do. Cheers, tap, drink. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's how I always did it. Yep. I don't know um, if yeah, it varies um, between like place or generation or what, but that's the only always the one I knew too. Tears uh, tap, you know, Tears tap, drink.
0: I've definitely um definitely encountered people that will tap and cheers and drink. Of course, uh, I guess people. Like, you know. Oh, okay. That that's another big one. I won't cheers people with water.
2: Oh, yeah. And I won't let them cheers okay.
0: me with water.
2: I've seen that actually. I've and been stopped from cheersing with water before. Because it's bad luck.
0: I didn't know hmm. that.
2: And well, at least I didn't at the time. You know.
0: Um. And if you don't have a drink, your thumb will do. Oh, Just okay. Stick up your thumb. tick tucka, tuck tucka. We always cheers. Or, or, uh,
2: uh, in the scouts cuz we only had water most meals but we had these short little cups they were like short plastic cups that you'd get at some shitty mess hall right mhm and they were just big enough to where you could hook your thumb and your pinky out into the shape of like you're holding a mug and so you're holding the cup with your thumb and your pinky but it looks like you're holding a mug sort of <laughs> and then we'd always like do drinking songs swinging them around like that and then like slamming them into each other for retarded cheers and <laughs> slamming them down so that explains all my bad luck at scout camp like we were just fucking hammering it we were like acting like we were hordes of drunken vikings with uh with pitchers of water what's not the love i mean you know when you're a kid out of your house for 10 days what are you gonna do you're gonna get <laughs> go a little wild you're gonna cut cut loose a bit you know you're gonna get after it <laughs> Uh, did you guys
0: ever do the uh, towel fights?
2: Yeah, I've been in. You know, mostly peripheral, but uh, there were a few where I was just like it, too close to the center to not you know be wrapped up in them. Those were more common on the swim team though than on the uh, in the scouts. Did I'd you ever dr- get blood? No, but <laughs> I did get snapped right on the head of my packer once, which was the worst. Uh, Through some just, jam- some speedo jammers.
0: Just the. Just the fucking that's like the devil's
2: kiss <laughs> oh dude <Your> cock <laughs> is throbbing for like 30 minutes and for all the wrong reasons
0: uh i i learned about the method at one of the church camps we went to I mean, this is <laughs> in college oh shit. <laughs> church camp aren't you a little old for church camp in college and You take an old ratty beach towel, right? You lay it out horizontal, and then you take one corner and fold it over so that you have, like, one inch uh, between the the folded over part and the part underneath. And then you take that corner, the bottom left, and you roll it up as tight as possible. Then you have something with a fucking handle. (sighs) You know what I'm saying?
2: (laughs) Okay. And we would fucking go just... It was mostly the. Uh, I I know what you're talking about. It's like the wet whip thing. Yeah, where they're just, just like holding suck, a massive towel club. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple shithead kids that used to do that. My troop too, man. They I would always avoid them because I saw that shit coming when they were like preparing it, and I would just like beat feet to somewhere <laughs> else because they would always be like real cool about it, doing it in the corner. But I'd see them and I'd just be like, dude, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I know what's coming. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean it hurts just hearing it doesn't it Yeah, <laughs> God, like, God damn
0: uh, I mean now that I'm older It makes a little more sense so Yeah I still appreciated it
2: <laughs> It's like a good, good physics lesson I suppose um, Smoking on the job Have you done it? Done it a lot Would you recommend it? Maybe for certain jobs not others What are your thoughts on smoking on the job?
0: Is there an answer for all of the above? Of course, those are my favorite. Actually,
2: I'm kind, of, I'm quite meta myself. So, <laughs> uh, E, <laughs> yeah, E, all of the above. F, did we do G? There was a lot of options. Um, well then, what what was the first job you ever was like stoned at?
0: Uh, probably one of the tours. Uh, there was a period where I. Not so much had my nose up in the air, but I was like, oh, you know, I I definitely need to be aware and present for all of this, because yep. we're doing all this heavy lifting, and mm-hmm. you know, shit can happen, and this is at the time of getting random drug tests, or drug tests, if you hurt yourself, or, you know, I, yeah, there was one chick that had, she had just fucking broke a ratchet strap on the truck the wrong way, and like, pulled her face into a piece of truss, Ooh. and just wow. kissed it a little bit, but... It drew, it drew blood and they fucking drug test her right then and there. Oh, damn. And she went over to the hospital. So, um, that definitely was like, oh yeah, no, yeah, I definitely can't do this. Uh, but by the time I was doing the one nighter <laughs> and we're jumping from city to city to city,
1: <laughs>
0: your perspective changes a little bit. Yeah. and You're like, okay, well, if I can deal with all these back-clapping assholes all day long, I can probably get fucking
2: just a little high.
0: <laughs> a little bit high. And I'm, then a little bit of high just kind of turned into like a daily high.
2: Yep. Yeah, if it works the first time, then you figure, fuck it. We'll just do that every time. And the, then I'd the ultimate trick, ultimate trick is showing up
0: high your first day.
2: so then Yeah. They then just they, think they, that's how then you then, are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I never worried about it. In the in That first job I had was sacking at the grocery store um so i just like a general like fill the shelf up kind of kid working at a grocery store but i'd like carry people's groceries out to their car and shit and it was sort of performative you know like Mm -hmm. you're on a stage in that level and i would just always like a lot of my buddies who were like just getting into it too they were always like well i'm always worried about if people know and i'm like Fuck, I'm not worried about that. I just hope I just like tell people to have a great day and shit, you know, because I'm having one. Like, <laughs> I never worried about that shit. I was just like, oh yeah, how you? you on, it's like, I oh, will I'm,
0: say on the flip side though, it can always kind of turn on you. You can have people that are just too stoned to function. Yeah, absolutely. Always show up. Uh, you can have people that have just fucking hit a rail of speed and are now back. Right. And uh, (laughs) you're just like, man, I really, I just really want to get you like a wet washcloth right now and have you sit down. (laughs) Cause you're freaking me out. Got the jitters, man. (laughs) I got to take
2: deep breaths and shit now that you came in here.
1: Um, Um,
0: So, you know, we definitely like run across uh, a full spectrum, a full um, Golden Corral spread of people on. Various substances, yep. like drunk dudes too. Yeah, I and mean, plenty of times, uh, I'll have a beer during lunch if I'm on tour. Yeah, I mean that—that's fair. That's perfectly reasonable. I mean,
2: oh yeah, you could still
0: fucking drive on
2: that. A beer with lunch is just like no oh, beer. Dude, with so lunch. many people, yeah. some so
0: many motherfuckers, had sticks up their asses because their asses are just getting out of bed, and and it's fucking five thirty or six o'clock in the fucking morning. And they're strolling down to the fucking lobby, and here I am. I've been sitting in the lobby for f- two fucking hours pounding beer because I guess what assholes I'm off of work. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, can you believe he's drinking that? I'm
1: just like, uh-huh.
2: oh, I love being judged yeah. by people who don't know me at all. not uh, dude, that's in my like, top five for sure.
1: Yeah, top and, five. And some things of
2: things that go down. <laughs> it's dumb. I love it I love to judge people you, I don't know too you, you do what I do like look at that guy he's stupid but I wasn't you can tell you know, I by was... the way that he is so um, yeah you ever do absinthe <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I kind of remember the first time okay uh, and not in any meaningful capacity you remember um,
2: the stories people told you about it afterwards? no? Or, or do you remember it happening?
0: Um, you know, there's a flash. I, I I definitely remember encountering um a couple of bottles of Absinthe Absinthe in my time. Um the first one, someone had it uh on one of the shows and I think I took a hefty swig <laughs> straight out of it, some fucking <laughs> hotel floor party. Uh probably fucked me up um there was another time that i had it out back of a theater in wilmington they'd finished up but uh this dude was about it like he wanted to go through the the full procedure the whole ritual with the the spoon and sugar it was an experience i was still hoping to fucking chase that green dragon i know right but that (laughs) that hasn't happened
2: i feel like it's that part is so overhyped yeah. Or I don't know what it is. It's like uh like it was real popular just in a certain era when uh the only other cool available drug was probably opium that was like mm. around in it's like Victorian England, you know.
0: Right. Well I, did they have uh did they have cocaine at that time? Yeah. Was that more like a nineteen
2: No? But I don't know if cocaine was so much uh a crazy deal like it is now, you know? Like they had it in gum and shit. They had it in like gum and soda, like and not really in huge amounts, but, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a and now, and,
0: now, and now Coke is telling you to be less
1: white. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's fucking less
2: white than Coke, bro? Come on. Come on, Coke. Get your shit together. Bro. You don't want your Coke to be less white. Let me just put it that way. There's something wrong with it. Something. I'm not I'm oh, not railing that, that. This is that shit coat crystal. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's not coat. Oh it's coat. Just less white. I swear. I swear it tastes just like it. <laughs> oh Christ. Um your favorite so you're you're a guy that travels a lot, so you probably have some clever ideas as far as stashing or your favorite stash method or you know, I know you already mentioned the the beautifully manufactured spliffs. Is that like your number one? Well, like I had spliff a spliff
0: is the spliff is just the delivery. Sure. As far as stashing,
2: stashing and storing,
0: uh, coffee thermos actually.
2: Ooh, I like that coffee <laughs> yep. thermos.
0: You know, it's it's kind of like a TARDIS. It's a little bigger on the out, uh inside than it is the outside. Sure. Durable. S- smell-proof for the most yeah, part.
2: It's got that seal to keep everything in.
0: Yep. Fits in a bag. You can pull a coffee thermos, you know, out of your book bag, set it on your work box. Nobody's going to look twice at it because it's just a coffee thermos. Yeah.
2: I like it. I had the, uh, little Pepsi can safe for a little... Oh, that's cool. ...here and there. But, uh, the thing about those is the fucking top will come unglued from the lid inevitably. Oh. And uh, then like my re-glue jobs are always just terrible. Like even worse than the original glue job.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I, I I haven't encountered that. It's sitting here somewhere. Not there. I don't know where it went. I still got it with me. Um I I like that. Um usually, you know, it's just trying to keep it kind of compact. Uh, I've kept it on a, at home, I've used anything from like, um, tin cans, uh, oh my god, little wooden boxes, jewelry boxes and shit like that, which I feel like all of this is fairly standard.
2: And for the, uh, ultimate question on the quiz, <clears throat> so you're traveling, um, you're in, let's say, a strange place that's uh not yours like a rented room like a motel or whatever you got a little bag of weed you don't got a piece you don't got nothing else what's your go-to way to smoke that with no you know prior supplies what do you what do you typically do beer can beer can that's uh, very bad for you you know we used to do that a lot in high school just because we could never really
0: well okay if i'm if i'm really in a pinch and I don't want to do the can method. Um, emptying out em- emptying out a cigarette tube is fairly feasible. Yeah. And like doing a like a shoddy repack that's pretty <laughs> fucking loose as soon as you turn it over.
2: I've done that a few times. Uh, helps if you have like a pencil to jam it down in there every once in a while. Yeah. Um, the first time I ever smoked was actually out of Swisher Sweets where we did that with the sweets. Like we didn't split them and roll them. We... We just, like, they were the wood-tipped ones, and we, like, rolled them between our hands and rolled all the tobacco out and then stuffed it.
0: The full thing with weed, or did you do, like, a mixture?
2: Full thing (sighs) with weed. Absurd. Yeah. That Brixico. (laughs) But I I like going to apples primarily. Like, if I'm, um, especially if I'm, like, at a relative's house or something, or a, a friend's house that I'm staying the night at, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I got the weed, but I don't have nothing else. I'm like, do they have apples? Just looking for an apple, yeah. looking for an apple. We used to do the cans all the time in high school because it was a quarter for the store brand uh, can of soda out front. So mm-hmm. it was like a quarter for a soda and a pipe. And my buddy had like pretty bad reactions to the to the can smoking. I I can't
0: imagine it's healthy for you. He's, like, passed out a
2: couple of times, and he's, like, a big dude. And he just, like, fell over like a fucking tree in the woods, dude. Two different times. The second time he fell on my parents' glass patio table and shattered the shit all over. (sighs) It was rough, dude. So Um, um, since then I don't do the can thing anymore. I try to spread the word. Nice.
0: Well, (laughs) no can, can. No can, (laughs) dude. Thankfully, I, there's not really been a position where I've needed to do that in the past uh, couple of years. Um,
2: yeah, with I, I mean, if you're a cigarette guy, then you can always make it happen, right? Because you just have yeah. you just got cigarettes all over the place, man. You got oh, them coming yeah. out of your ears and your nostrils and your mouth and <laughs> where else you got them coming out? Boobs. <laughs> hey, there's one right there. Well, hey, man, I wanted to thank you for hanging Guess out. Guess where it comes out at. <laughs> where does it come from? Where did it come from? There it is. Dude, Boys. thanks thanks for hanging out with us, man, and uh, doing the bowls with buds. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm glad this finally happened. Um, check out Behind the Schemes. i will yeah. have to venture over there sometime. SCH3M3S.com We'll link it as well. But uh, thank you so much for joining us on this special episode, Friday night, feeling all right. I'm Fridays. Loving it. <laughs> I've been Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City.
1: I've been Dame DeLorean.
2: I was Boo now I'm kind of stoned. Hey, now <laughs> we're not really sure. We're all of them people. <laughs> hey, we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Bowl After Bowl. And well,
1: until then... May your bowls burn ever brighter. He's so good.
2: Dance and move your legs around.
1: Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! A lot of twisty and kicky stuff. It feels so good.
2: You, you, would love it.
1: Yeah.